You're listening to SBS News. To sit outside at night and hear nothing. That is the desire of every tinnitus patient. But it is hardly ever realized. Tinnitus, often described as a ringing in the ears or head, is the perception of sound without an external sound source. Tinnitus can be constant or occasional, loud or soft, mild or severe, and can be heard in one or both ears or in the head. The condition, which can be an isolating and distressing experience, can affect people of all ages and backgrounds. However, Dr. Matthew Rukinya, a hearing researcher and the founder of MindEar, a tinnitus management tool, says it is more common in older people. It's pretty varied. I don't think there is a specific age at which it happens, but uh, it's most prevalent for people that are getting older because there is a high correlation between hearing loss and tinnitus. So the more you get older, the more your hearing is declining, the more you're likely to have some sort of tinnitus. And so we see the prevalence being increased when you're getting a little bit older. But it can happen also to younger people when they are exposed to noise, uh, let's say, you know, going to concerts or listening to music too loud for too long, that can also be happening at that stage. Research by the Hearing Health Foundation reveals that nearly half of people over 75 and approximately one-third of those aged 64 to 75 have a hearing loss. But Dr. Caitlin Barr, chief executive of hearing charity Sound Fair, says tinnitus is becoming more prevalent among young people. We do have this really concerning shift where young people, so 18 to 35, it's, it's becoming increasingly common. And that's really around that age group where people are enjoying music and enjoying sound. And now we can listen to it, you know, in our, direct to our ears all day, every day. And so it can, it can happen at any age. No one is. A study by Hearing Australia found that up to 70% of people aged 18 to 35 have experienced tinnitus and 16% experience it more than once a week. And although tinnitus can worsen with age, for many people the condition can improve with treatment. Dr. Rukinya says results can vary for every individual. Scientific evidence suggests that there are multiple ways of coping with the tinnitus or managing the tinnitus. And those have been shown to help uh, in in different scenarios and sometimes in combination. Everyone is different. Everyone's tinnitus is different. And so you need to apply a range of different techniques and find the, the each person with tinnitus has to find the right combination of, of solutions for them that works for them and build a routine and and the habits that uh, make them feel better and and cope with the tinnitus. Tinnitus management is not a one-size-fits-all solution, as people living with tinnitus hear all different kinds of sounds. In Australia, 30% of the population live with tinnitus. For 15-20% to of all people, tinnitus causes distress and significantly impacts their life, their mental health and their ability to function in daily tasks. Victoria Didenko has been living with tinnitus for the past 10 years. I mean, it's manageable, but it really isn't easy. And when I first had my tinnitus onset, um, I struggled with severe depression and anxiety. 
because it's it's like a dripping tap in the middle of the night. It's constantly there. You just want to be able to turn it off, but you can't. Dr. Emma Laird, head of the Tinnitus Australia Initiative and the Tinnitus Sufferer, says tinnitus can be caused by a variety of factors. There's lots of different reasons that we can get tinnitus. So most of the time it will be due to something happening in the hearing system, so whether that's hearing loss, and that will be for most people the cause of tinnitus. The other big type is something called somatic tinnitus, and that can happen if we've got issues, say, in our jaw or in our neck, something physical um, going on with the muscles or the skeleton. Ms. Didenko says her mother and grandmother had hearing loss and this may have led to her diagnosis. But experts say there is no clear evidence that tinnitus is genetic. 45% of people with tinnitus experience depression and people with disturbing tinnitus can feel there is no escape and have suicidal thoughts. Ms. Didenko, who was diagnosed at the age of 55, says although it is manageable, it has been difficult. I have constant noise. It's on all the time. I have a feeling of heaviness in my ears and I want to keep popping my ears. And the vibration of the ringing, it's a very high-pitched sonic ring, has now been accompanied with a pulsatile beat, like a heartbeat. I can hear a boom, 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 boom in the in the left ear now as well to add to the high sonic ring in the right ear. So there's quite a cacophony of sounds going on in my head. It's not easy to live with. I'm not going to make light of it. I do struggle with it. Um, I have a, a, a very supportive family and husband. I get on with it, yes. I manage it. I cope. But it isn't easy. It's challenging. Approximately one in three people in Australia have experienced tinnitus at some point in their life, and about one in six live with constant tinnitus. About 2% of Australians find their tinnitus very distressing. Hearing researcher Dr. Matthew Rukinya says although there is no cure for tinnitus, there are several ways to manage it. Those techniques that have been evidence are sound therapy, using nature sounds or noise or music to create an environment of sound where you can drown and distract your brain from the constant ringing in your head. The second one is cognitive behavioral therapy, and that's a, a psychological toolkit that has been developed for other conditions and mostly for chronic depression and chronic anxiety. But when it's made to fit more into the scope of tinnitus, it's really, really effective at helping because it helps put the tinnitus into a different light so you can challenge your emotions and thoughts that are often negative against tinnitus and put them into a more brighter light and break the vicious cycle in which you can get when you have tinnitus. Senior research and development engineer at the Bionics Institute, Dr. Menaz Shushtarian, says there is extensive research being conducted on tinnitus in order to provide the best possible solution and hopefully cure to sufferers. There is quite a lot of work being done uh, on tinnitus treatments and on measurement of the effect of treatments. We're certainly um, working hard on the measurement side. So obviously with more funding, these efforts can be progressed faster. So that's one need. But 
definitely I think anyone um, experiencing the condition should have faith that there are things that can be done and also there is progress being made. And Dr. Caitlin Barr says the condition needs more awareness. Because it's so invisible, it's very hard to measure. It's very hard for people who don't have it to understand what it's like. And it's very hard for people who have tinnitus to um, seek help. And so what we want people to do is um, make this invisible condition visible by, by talking about tea. So if you have tinnitus, talk to someone, seek help, because there are many different ways that you can get help for your tinnitus. If you or someone you know needs crisis support, contact Lifeline on 131114, the Suicide Callback Service on 1300 659 467, and Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800. More information and support with mental health is available at beyondblue.org.au and on 1300 224636. Omar Bello. SBS News.